We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for February 8th, 2015. Today is pretty much going to be a, a dedicated study to the whole subject and topic of this measles supposed epidemic, but also everything surrounding that, the whole vaccine agenda, we're going to actually be looking at we're going to be looking at the two main MMR vaccines and what is actually in them and which is pretty shocking and um <clears throat> how that also can relate to transhumanism um the meddling with our own DNA injectable nanorobots <clears throat> a lot of different aspects there and then we're going to kind of segue near the end into more of a kind of a health corner type topic where we'll answer some of the questions that um, somewhat related to the subject as well. So the first report is entitled MMR measles vaccine clinical trial results faked by Big Pharma. Shocking U.S. court documents reveal all. The thing is, is that unless there is enough pushback against all of the satanic lies and garbage going on right now, and this is just one instance of it. We've had many other instances before. But unless there's enough education and pushback against this, and I really believe enough prayer going up regarding it, that gives, that gives the Illuminati the green light to go forward with their plans if there is not enough public resistance and um, prayer going up regarding these things that they're trying to implement. Uh, this has been one of those things where people are, you know, I mean, all types of things are being demanded by different supposed factions of society and um, the government regarding these vaccine resistors. And um, uh, we're going to be looking at that as well. So I, I feel compelled to do a study like this in order to try to push back against that and um, hopefully interject some truth regarding this subject so we can have uh, clarity regarding what we're looking at. So this reveals, this says, while the vaccine industry is exploiting the Disneyland measles outbreak to call for widespread MMR vaccination, MMR stands for measles, mumps, rubella. You're gonna hear me talk a lot about that today. That's the main vaccine they're pushing. They're not, there is a dedicated measles vaccine. <clears throat> they're not pushing that one. They're pushing the MMR, measles, mumps, and rubella. Okay, even though this doesn't have to do with mumps and rubella, that's the one they're pushing. And I'm, we're going to be looking at why that's the one they're pushing, why I believe that's the one they're pushing. There's two versions of it. And um, <clears throat> it's, no, it's no accident. So we, we're going to be getting into that a little bit later. Uh, no one in the mainstream media is telling you how the MMR vaccine clinical trial results were faked by Big Pharma in yet another example of a runaway scientific fraud by the vaccine industry. This report's from Natural News, Mike Adams. According to two Merck scientists who filed a False Claims Act complaint in 2010, which was a complaint that was unsealed three years ago, <clears throat> vaccine manufacturer Merck knowingly falsified its mumps vaccine test data, spiked blood samples with animal antibodies, sold a vaccine that actually promoted mumps and measles outbreaks, and ripped off governments and consumers who bought the vaccine thinking it was, quote, 95% effective, which it was not. Natural News acquired that document years ago and maintains one of the very few copies in existence, as all official sources have tried to remove this document from human memory and bury the case, which is what they'll typically try to do. There's, there's a link you can click on here on the first page, or actually the second page of the uh, PDF for... Uh, February 8th, 2015 at contendingfortruth.com and it's it's uh, on the second page there. So <clears throat> there's a link here you can go to see that. According to Stephen Kraline and Joan Wilkowski, both former Merck virologists, the Merck company engaged in all of the following behavior. Now remember, Merck is the one that's putting out both versions of the MMR vaccines that we're going to be talking about. And that's why I kind of wanted to uh, lead up to talking about them laying some groundwork first. 
Now, obviously, I've covered this study. Well, I mean, if you're first new, new listener, you may not know that, but I've covered the subject of vaccines and inoculations and uh, pharmakeia, which is where the we derive the root word for sorcery in the Bible, in the King James Bible. It comes from the word pharmakeia, which is where we get the word for pharmacies and pharmaceuticals and things of this nature. Um, I've covered this subject tons of different ways. This is a little different way. We're going to be looking at this today. This is actually some updated information, some new information that I have discovered. I, I would venture to say that I would, I think, and I'm not trying to blow my own horn, but I think this would probably, probably be the most complete study on this measles epidemic from a Christian standpoint, from a satanic agenda standpoint as, as you're going to find because I really believe the Lord showed me a lot of things I wasn't even fully aware of regarding this I mean just floored me what we're going to be getting into here it just keeps getting worse and worse is basically what what um, always ends up happening so these two um, former Merck virologists they said that the Merck company engaged in the following behavior Merck knowingly falsified its mumps vaccine tests to fabricate a 95% efficacy rate. In order to do this, Merck spiked the blood test with animal antibodies to artificially inflate the appearance of immune system antibodies, as reported in courthousenews.com, which says Merck also added animal antibodies to blood samples to achieve more favorable test results, though it knew that the human immune system would never produce such antibodies and that the antibodies created a laboratory testing scenario that did not in any way correspond to, correlate with, or represent real life virus neutralization in vaccinated people, according to the complaint. <clears throat> There's a link to that report as well. Merck then used the falsified trial data to swindle the US government out of hundreds of millions of dollars for a vaccine that does not provide adequate immunization. Well, they really didn't swindle the government. They're in collusion with the government. That's what the government wants too. They're all in the same satanic team. Okay, so I don't really look at it like they swindled them. They're, they're you know, <clears throat> they're, they're in league together. Merck vaccine fraud has actually contributed to the continuation of mumps across America, causing more children to become infected with mumps. Yes, the vaccine spreads the disease. And we're going to be looking at that as more as well. Merck used its false claims of a 95% effectiveness to monopolize the vaccine market and eliminate possible competitors. The Merck vaccine fraud has been going on since late 1990s, say the Merck virologists. Testing of the Merck vaccine was never done against real-world mumps viruses in the wild. Instead, test results were simply falsified to achieve the doctor's desired outcome. This entire fraud took place with the knowledge, authority, and approval of Merck's senior management. Okay, these people are wicked and evil. Okay, especially at these, these big pharmaceutical companies. I mean, it's just pure evil here. Merck scientists witnessed firsthand the improper testing. And, and again, you can go in and key in, man, pharmacy, vaccination, um... Pharmacia in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com just to get a sampling of of the other reports I've done uh, regarding the subject because a lot of what I covered then I'm not going to recover now it, it'd just be too redundant obviously so let's go for, forward here uh, Merck scientists witnessed firsthand the improper testing and data falsification in which Merck engaged to artificially inflate the vaccines efficacy findings. Now these are the two virologists from Merck that did witness it firsthand. And I mean why would they come out with this? Do they want a bullet in the head? Because I mean you're really putting your absolute life at risk doing this. Okay, they're not going to admit to it. They're not going to win a court case on this. The, the, the court systems are all rigged and bought and paid for it at, at this level. So I can't see them doing this because, they, and then there's, there's, then there's hundreds and hundreds of other examples of, of scientists trying to be whistleblowers as well. A lot of them turn up dead. There is a, a ton of 
<clears throat> Steve Quayle was documenting all these dead scientists around the world that, that is, have been happening for like, I don't know, one or two decades. The ones that actually may have inside information or have done the research and they find something out and they're obviously on the inside and they're killed in order to shut them up, in order for that information to not ever leak out to the public. I'm sure Merck would have done the same thing with these two virologists, but obviously I guess they didn't know they were going to come out and do this. So in this particular case, them coming out with this information, if they came out with it all at once, they create such a uh, um, an information bomb that they're putting out there. If they were killed, it would even further incriminate Merck. So then a lot of times they're kind of left alone, demonized. They try to discredit them, but they're not going to come out and kill them. So let's go further here. <clears throat> um, rather than taking action on this False Claims Act, the U.S. government simply ignored it. Why? Because they're in league and collusion together, obviously, thereby protecting Merck's market monopoly instead of properly serving justice. This demonstrates the conspiracy of fraud between the U.S. government, FDA regulators, and the vaccine industry. They're all in league and collusion. Following the unsealing of the 2010 False Claims Act, Fant uh, Chatham Primary Care, based in Alabama, smelled something rotten. They smelled something rotten in Denmark, I think. Anyway, in 2012, Chatham filed a lawsuit against Merck. That lawsuit record is also available on Natural News, where the real medical history is archived in the public interest. There's a link here that you can actually look at the uh, original Chatham lawsuit document. It alleges, among other things, that Merck engaged in a decade-long scheme to falsify and misrepresent the efficacy of its vaccine. Now, this is just one vaccine. They're pretty much doing this on all of them. These vaccines are evil. I mean, they're loaded with toxic, unbelievably horrifically evil substances, including aborted fetal tissue that they're culturing, uh, at least well, we're going to find out, 20 different current vaccines off of. <clears throat> I mean, why would they want to do that? Well, maybe they want you to get a big fat curse when you take the vaccine. How is that going to benefit you having it grown off an aborted baby, their tissue. How, how, how is that going to benefit humanity? From a satanic standpoint, I can see what they're trying to accomplish, though, easily. And that's just one of the things that they're doing. So let's go further here. <clears throat> um, let's see here. Merck fraudulently, fraudulently represented and continues to falsify falsely represent in its labeling and elsewhere that the mumps vaccine has an efficacy rate of 95% or higher. They're liars. In reality, Merck knows that it has taken affirmative steps to conceal by using improper testing techniques and falsify test data. That its mumps vaccine uh, is and has been since 1999 far less uh, effective than 95%. Merck designed a testing methodology that I mean, if, if anything, so much of the time it actually can cause it, you know, and they're saying it has a 95% uh, efficacy rate against it. Merck designed a testing methodology that evaluated its vaccine against a less virulent strain of the mumps virus. After the results failed to yield Merck's desired efficacy, Merck abandoned the methodology and concealed the study's findings. The, the thing was so, was such a garbage vaccine that they, they even tried a weaker strain to test against. They still couldn't get their desired results. So then they're just like, ah, we'll just conceal the findings. Um, also incorporating the use of animal antibodies to artificially inflate the results. They also destroyed evidence of falsified data and then lying to an FDA F investigator. Then they threatened a virologist in Merck's vaccine division with jail if he reported the fraud to the FDA. That's standard par for the course. I mean, threatening with jail is just the least of what they'll do. Chatham Primary Care also alleges that the fraudulent Merck vaccine contributed to the 2006 mumps outbreak in the Midwest and a 2009 outbreak elsewhere. It says that there has remained a significant risk of resurgence of mumps outbreaks from the vaccines. And they'll turn around when they have a mumps 
mumps out, uh, outbreak and blame all the unvaccinated when it was the vaccinated that actually caused it. And if you're vaccinated, what do you have to worry about? You're protected, right? Well, no, you're, you're going to give it to me because you're unvaccinated. Whoa, whoa, you already, you're vaccinated. What? Why do you have to worry about me? You're protected. Where's your faith, man? You know, have it in your vaccine. Have it in that devil cocktail they're, they're ejecting into your arm. Come on, have a little faith in Satan. Oh, sorry. And I don't mean to come down on people that have been vaccinated, but this this is a very satanic subject that we're dealing with here. Is a, there's a very gigantic satanic agenda afoot, which is easily provable, and, and we're just scratching the surface right now on, on what's going on here. Uh, so then I, we give you, they give you all the, the links here, the Chatham lawsuit, the 2010 False Claims Act against Merck, announcement of the lawsuit, uh, in the media. So all of that is being um, documented here and I give you the links to that. So let's go further. Next report. Um, <clears throat> evidence emerges that measles outbreak are deliberately encouraged by big pharma to ignite vaccine hysteria. This is exactly what they're trying to do with this. While the mainstream media is busy making a mockery of itself with runaway hysteria, um, witch hunt hate speech against parents who choose not to poison their children with toxic vaccines the real story on the measles outbreak remains entirely unreported in any mainstream media outlet what story is that well the true story about how big pharma's own vaccine scientists blew the whistle on the mmr vaccine uh, research fraud taking place over a decade ago warning that the vaccine's approval by the fda was based on falsified results and that the fraudulent mmr vaccine was the primary cause of measles outbreak in 2006 okay as they state in their own words and we can see this below the senior management of the world's top vaccine producer was actively engaged in the fraud according to the whistleblowers even going so far as to test the vaccine against contrived laboratory strains of infectious viruses rather than testing them against strains circulating in the real world this created an mmr vaccine with results that could be faked to appear effective while actually conferring almost no real-world protection at all, thereby ensuring an eventual outbreak that the media would seize upon to call for more vaccines. So they use the vaccines to create the outbreaks, and then that gives them more ammo to say we need more vaccines. It never ends. And to demonize the people that aren't vaccinated, even though they had nothing to do with it. <clears throat> when these pro-vaccine scientists attempted to sound the alarm on the MMR vaccine research fraud, they not only witnessed, but actually took part in carrying out. They were threatened with being arrested and sent to prison, according to their own testimony. Okay, so just so you know, this is not the same two virologists we were just talking about. This is a this is a separate one, another one from Merck, former Merck virologist Stephen A. Kraling, who tried to go to the FDA with evidence of vaccine research fraud taking place at Merck, but was threatened with jail time by Merck's own people. So this is a totally different one where where they had evidently some some virologists that <clears throat> were ethical for trying to be ethical. They saw what was going on and they had enough backbone to um, become whistleblowers. And, and um, you know, this is a whole this is a whole other separate thing we're dealing with here. OK, so let's go further here. Um, So yes, they were they were threatened with being arrested and sent to prison according to their own testimony. Absolutely zero investigative reporting on the vaccine industry taking place today across there is absolutely zero investigative reporting on the vaccine industry um, across the entire national media. The sellout mainstream media, not surprisingly, refuses to cover the story in exactly the same way it refused to cover the public confessions of the CDC whistleblower scientist who went public with his own allegations of vaccine research fraud at the CDC. Okay, so um, they're coming out of the woodwork. Anytime you can see a mainstream media report on vaccines, you can rest assured that with 100% confidence that it is pure theater, meaning it's pure lies, carried out with the carefully scripted fake narratives to achieve a propaganda goal of demanding complete obedience to all demands of the vaccine industry. Media outlets now function as nothing more than propaganda pushers for the medical fascism police state which has descended upon America. 
Now, here's some words from this False Claims Act. Um, we now have the new transcriptions from this document filed with the United States government, which this is another document. We, we cited a lot of documents in the first report. Well, this is another document that they've got um, filed with the United States government, which reveals shocking details about the vaccine fraud witnessed firsthand by big farmers on scientists. Now, these are the ones, this is the same company that is behind the MMR, both MMR vaccines that um, are absolutely, as we're going to see, unbelievably horrific okay both of these and they have got all of these crooked devils in there falsifying data um interfering with with all of the the, the things that can prove efficacy lying threatening stealing cheating most likely murdering and and we're supposed to believe that they have something good for us that is good. That, that that when we have this measles, unbelievable. Me it's a pandemic. Come on, let's just call it what it is. A pan. It's it's even on the moon. Okay, it really is. I know it's on the moon by now, and uh, it's killed billions. Bill and I mean no a trillion. Even though there's not a trillion people on the planet, he's still killed a trillion. And um, you know we all got to go get vaccinated because of this unbelievable hysteria over that, um, which is just you know total total garbage so this the document is entitled united states district court for eastern district of pennsylvania civil action number 10-4374 complaint for violators of the federal false claims act so it's it's quite a long document there's a lot to get into there i am not going to try to cover that all today there's just too much information but there is a link here um, I just wanted to, to lay the groundwork so you can understand there are whistleblowers within Merck that have come out and have, and, and again, the mainstream media has totally ignored all of it, but they have come out, credible people, people that worked at Merck and, and on more than one occasion, trying to, to shed light on all of the evil, just on the MMR vaccine. I, I mean, I can't imagine if, if you actually took all of the people that maybe have tried to come out or new things and things of this nature, um, you know, but I guarantee you they're, they're in the absolute vast minority. The majority of people keep their mouth shut, you know, because of, of either threat of losing their job, obviously, or threat of life or threat against family or threat against being discredited or quote labeled. And so even though a tiny, a little tiny minority has come out just on the MMR vaccine alone, it's still incredibly noteworthy what they have what they've come out with so just some other reports that are circulating right now so it's just some headlines bullet points um, new white house petition to classify refusal to vaccinate children as a mental disorder and see this is where they really want it to come to that where people will be looked at as you're some kind of of you have a mental disorder you have a disease in the brain because you would put the whole world at risk by not vaccinating you and your family. You don't even care about your family, you slime. You know, that, that's the type of, of label that they want to put on us when the reality is exactly the opposite. Because if you did the research and you knew what you were injecting into you and your family, you wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Anybody in their right mind would not do that. Okay, so it's actually the other way around. Now, again, I'm not demonizing people that have been vaccinated and listeners of mine that have been. I'm just saying, if you have all the research and you've done due diligence and you've looked at this thing, okay, you're, you're not going to, in good conscience, inject this garbage into you or your family's bodies. And there's a, there's a lot of spiritual implications here with these vaccines as well. And we're going to get into that as well in this study as to why I say that. So yeah, they've got this, they, um, they got 2,000 signatures in one day to classify refusal to vaccinate children as a mental disorder. It's a new White House petition. There's a link to that here. Uh, next report, measles outbreak patient zero. He was the first guy that supposedly started this spread. He was fully vaccinated. Well then why, why did, because you become a vector to carry particularly when you first get injected with the vaccine, okay? That's a proven fact. It's even in the inserts. 
you become a vector not only to get it yourself, but to spread whatever you got injected with. They're using attenuated viruses. They're using live attenuated. Attenuated means partially killed. In many cases, they're using attenuated viruses. And that means it's partially killed. It's not fully killed. So you can actually shed the live virus and spread it. Okay. Um, New York measles outbreak. In that particular case, 90% of the infected were vaccinated. Ninety percent. So only ten percent that were unvaccinated got it, and that's the only reason they got it is because they got around somebody that was vaccinated, who was shedding, who was a vector carrier for the measles, and they got it. Okay, so ten percent. But if nobody had ever been had this horrific vaccine, there would have been no outbreak. I mean, this is how insane what we're dealing with is. Next report, CDC lies, measles outbreak confirmed among children already vaccinated. These are separate reports. I don't even have time to get into, but the links are here. You can click on them, explore it for yourself. Next report, infant develops measles-like rash weeks after receiving measles vaccine. Establishment propaganda continues despite vaccines proving largely ineffective. Next report, measles outbreak likely caused by vaccinated children, science shows. Next report, doctors have stopped seeing patients who refuse vaccinations. Not, not I'm sure, everyone, but this is another way they're going to demonize in, in strong army, especially with Obamacare. Obamacare is pure evil, and, and all of these things surrounding it where they're going to try to strong arm you and, and, and pigeonhole you into doing this, or they will, you know, take away your coverage or maybe increase your rates or, or label you with a mental disorder. Okay, Obamacare is pure evil, and um, this is one of the things you're going to unfortunately see more and more of. And unfortunately, in this regard, the, the MDs that are doing this are acting nothing more than agents of Satan. They're nothing, they're acting is nothing more than an agent of Satan by strong-arming people into this. Uh, here's another one. Vaccine inserts say recipi recipients are contagious for 28 days. Okay, I think that's a video. And he actually shows, I, I watched this, I believe, yesterday. Yeah, he actually shows... The insert um, where, the, and, and it shows right on the insert where it says it. There, there. Uh, in fact, I'll even try to find it here. Um, my only problem is it doesn't show up super clear. Um, risk of vaccine transmission. Vaccine recipients should attempt to avoid to, to the extent possible. Close, this is from the Verivax, this would be chickenpox, varicella. V vaccine recipients should attempt to, and this is right from the insert, should attempt to avoid to the extent possible. Close association with high-risk individuals susceptible to varicella. Well, that would be somebody with low, maybe low immune system function. Or somebody that has never had chickenpox before. Okay. Um, why they're there to avoid them they're to try to avoid them for up to six weeks following the vaccination um why because they are a vector of transmission okay um it says the verivac uh post-licensing experience with verivax suggests that transmission of varicella vaccine virus may occur between healthy vaccine recipients and Contacts susceptible to varicella. So healthy vaccine recipients. I feel great. I just got my vaccine. That normally doesn't happen. They can literally be healthy and they are a vector for transmission. And it says it right here in the insert. But if that person gets chicken pox from the vaccinated, they're going to blame the person who was unvaccinated, even though it was never their fault. You see the scam? that's going on here, the demonization, the hypocrisy, it's the exact opposite of the picture they're painting. This is what's so aggravating about this subject. They're so desperate, and they're hoping that the mass is just maintained in this sheep-like, ignorant existence 
This is what they're what they're banking on for the masses. And I'm not talking about my listeners. I'm talking about the masses, the sheeple people in general. They're banking on their ignorance and their apathy. And they're willing to go along to get along. That says it right here. Right in their right in their um thing. Yeah. Unbelievable. And and this isn't the only one it says it on and the only insert it's like that for any of them that, that have any kind of attenuated virus in them any kind of live virus for, for a particularly um 100 on that then the next report um the vaccinated are infected are infected carriers here's a whole other video on that if you want to know more about that 87% uh, and then this one 87% vaccinated involved in the whooping cough outbreak. So 87% of this whooping cough outbreak that they're talking about here were vaccinated. Here's another one. 99% of vaccinated were involved in the Navy flu outbreak cuz they got their flu shots. And then in the armed services is one of the worst if you just want to go and have all the experimental vaccines that they don't even have to disclose to you what they're giving you. Thanks to the executive order Bill Clinton put through when he was in office. Okay, I even got into that in my avian flu presentation, the exact n number for it. They don't have to disclose it to you and you have no right to refuse it either in the military. None. That by itself would be enough for me to never even think about going into the armed services. Okay, that by itself, that's all I would need to know, you know, and, and I mean, I've had many listeners email me just basically on death's doorstep now. Yeah, I was in the Navy. Yeah, they gave me like 30 vaccines in one, this one month alone and this and that. And I'm, I'm an absolute wreck. I've got all of these things and I've read them before here online. You know, they're just, they're, 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 ex they're experimented on. They're disposable. And um, Satan wants to, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And, and the armed services is one of the main areas you can get into right now where if you want to be killed, stolen from, or destroyed, and I mean stealing your life, basically, that's a good place to go in. It's not like, you know, it's not like this noble endeavor that, you know, it might have been in times past under certain circumstances where you're actually fighting for your country. There's all of these all of these satanic um, agendas afoot in the military now against you. And, and I mean, it, it's just horrific what they're doing to the military. The, next, the last one is vaccine ingredients and bioweapons manufacturers. So there's a lot of resources here. These are all links that I just read from now. Here's the next report. Let me see where we're at on time here. Um, okay. Total underwriting of Obamacare by major pharmaceutical and vaccine companies. And this is a, um, uh, was sent to the Q Alerts. A uh, listener had wrote into the Q Alerts and he said, I just saw two of the alerts related to pharmacies. I am a pharmacy tech working for a major drugstore chain in Texas. I am here to tell you they will do whatever it takes to force any and every vaccination they can on you. Here's a pharmacy tech telling us that, who's seen it firsthand. They will, they, Satan, big brother, the pharmacy industry, the government, will do whatever it takes to force any and every vaccination they can on you. They want to give us hundreds of vaccines. That's what's in the works. So unless you resist now, it's not going to get any better. You cannot capitulate. You can't not resist regarding this. It's a satanic agenda. They're coming for your soul. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Even after the CDC released how inefficient the flu vaccines were, they still want the pharmacists to lie about it. During one of my in-store training tests we have to take, we were told the number of shots given last year and then pretty much commanded us to beat that by 5% this year. Isn't that holy and righteous? We got to beat our last year's numbers on the flu shot because we got to have more people that are infected with this devil shot. 
This worthless devil shot from the pit of hell. It is getting ridiculous on drug shortages. This is something, now this is kind of off, a little bit off this topic, but I figured I'd mention it. He said it's getting ridiculous on drug shortages um, from forms of antidepressants to pain meds. To top it off, I literally watch the prices go up from month to month and see less and less covered by insurance. Being the month of January, the new policies are kicking in and the drugs once covered are not covered anymore. Uh, one more very obvious thing is taking place. Medicaid used to cover, used to only cover generic drugs. Not so anymore. It has to be the brand name drug. How much is that costing the taxpayer? Who is benefiting from that? Well, obviously the huge premium drug maker companies like that we're really talking about here today. And they, they want to create it where it's just a monopoly. you got to come to them. They're the, they're the only game in town. And when they're the only game in town and a generic isn't even available, well, guess what? Then they can really drive the, drive the price through the ceiling. And the profits on drugs are so unbelievably astronomical as it is that, I mean, but they want more. Satan always wants more. Just you got to remember that. I get yelled at, back to the report, it says, I get yelled at constantly for the huge co-pays. Um, Meaning when you go in there, there's like, you buy, a, a, your, you get your medication and then there's this gigantic copay you have to pay just to get the drug, even if your insurance is covering the drug. So then he says, luckily I can pull up some policy deductibles from my computer. Not all pharmacies can do this. I will print the page and give it to them to shut them up. They have deductibles that they don't even know they have. A lot of people have such huge deductibles that they will be paying all their meds out of pocket. Meaning they got to they got to pay their deductibles off before they can even get to the point where um, a copay would kick in. Again, and this is all really by design to kind of bankrupt, particularly the middle class of America, and take everything away from anyone that has, and and um, give it to the government. And to create this ultra, ultra poor slave class and ultra, ultra elite class. That's that's the goal of all of this. Now, the next report is uh, just, we're going to play about a little over five minutes here. A measles vaccine kills more people than the disease. Media buries statistics and studies pointing to vaccine dangers. So we're going to cover this now. Rob Dew reporting for InfoWars.com and InfoWars Nightly News. The anti-vaccine paranoia and hysteria has reached a fevered pitch. Uh, the Nightly News is covered with these stories. Anywhere on the web you look, even Jon Stewart's covering it. Everybody is hating after the people who don't want to inject themselves with toxic substances and live viruses. Even a new Rasmussen National Television Survey finds that 83% of American adults are at least somewhat concerned that children who do not receive vaccinations will cause health problems for other children. That title is Americans Insist, No Vaccine, No School. That's right. They want to go after anybody who doesn't go with the status quo. So in this case, they're threatening no vaccine, no school, which has been a gigantic thing for, for years and years and years. And um, there is a lot of different places that have legal remedies. I've tried to compile them into a Word doc. Um, you can probably find them online pretty easy if you do like religious vaccine exemption forms, United States. There's a lot of sites that you can go to. I can send it to you if you email me. I'll send you the, the doc I have on it. It's, it's a lot of different ones that you can look at, um, but it's also easy, pretty easy to find online as well. And again, that's, that's one of the ways you fight. You push back. Um, regarding that by by taking those steps to um, you know assert your rights and and get that religious vaccine exemption form for your children if you're somebody that speaks out if you're a sheep that herd strays from the flock you must be beaten down vaccines are good governments that have been caught doing secret experiments by killing people in mass are trustworthy <laughs> okay that was jones there doing his stupid thing there uh, anyway i'm not i'm not endorsing alex jones this information though is true okay what we're talking about here i glean from alex jones the same way i glean from cnn or drudge 
or uh, NBC or any of these, you know, whenever there's something that's this obvious, okay? And this information in particular, again, we've already confirmed it several different ways and we're just getting more confirmation from their research here. But as we've been covering, there are many instances where we've proven that vaccines are causing the diseases that they're supposed to prevent. And there's many reasons why that is. One mainly is that they're injecting live viruses into your system. Here's an article, studies show that vaccinated individuals spread disease from Globe Newswire. And one of the statistics in here is shocking. The vaccine was introduced in 1963 between 2005 and 2014. There have been no deaths from measles in the United States and 108 deaths from the MMR vaccine. So the vaccine has killed more people than the disease that it's trying to protect you from. Wow. You got a ton of hype from a childhood disease that just when I was a kid back in the 80s, if somebody got the measles or the chicken pox or the mumps in the neighborhood, we were sent over to that house to get that disease. In fact, I was able to get it from my brother and sister who had it before me and then stay home from school for two weeks. Had a pretty good time. But no, not anymore. We can't have that. We can't have kids getting childhood diseases and then having lifetime immunity from them. No, we have to inject them with toxic substances. That is Now, I, and some of you might not be aware of what he just said. And I was surprised when he said that because I haven't heard that from very many people. I mean, I've heard it from chiropractors before that have done that. And um, But usually you have to have a background in alternative medicine to know about what he just talked about there. I, I was never, that was never done with me when I was going to, my parents didn't know about that. But actually exposing yourself on a limited level to somebody that has these things, these childhood you know, I don't, I, I don't like to call them diseases because disease implies something that's going to, you know, uh, haunt you the rest of your life. It's something you're going to battle the rest. You have a disease. You know, it's this label, you know, childhood maladies. I don't know. Something you're going to get over. And this is a way to get lifetime immunity. And this is done primarily because your thymus gland, which it's this gland behind your breastbone. And it's like a big computer chip. And when you're born, basically it's its largest. And then as you age, it tends to shrink and shrink and shrink and shrink over time. Now, what the thymus gland does is it basically is the computer chip in your body, kind of like that, in, in that analogy, that helps the body identify friend or foe. And obviously when you know you had nine months in your mother's room, you had this pristine environment where you're not being exposed, well, now it's not the case because of all the the chemicals, but I'm just saying ideally, um, you, you, you have that environment and then you come out and then there's a lot of things you've, you've never been exposed to. Well, the thymus gland is there to help the body identify friend or foe and when it's been exposed to something, then it knows next time and in these cases of these childhood maladies, what you're dealing with is then you're going to develop lifetime immunity from them. Thanks in large part to the thymus gland. And so when you're exposed to these things at an earlier age, because the thymus gland is larger and more healthy and more active, you're gonna have a better effect than if this was done when you're like in your 40s. Okay, so these are these are all good things by exposing, you know, the the children to that. And then if you expose them to that and then you give them, you load them up on like let's say the whole food, a whole food vitamin C and some some zinc or, or some um, colloidal silver or some D3, while they're being exposed, they're gonna have a very, very quick resolution to this. They'll still acquire the immunity, okay? This is like God's way of, of inoculating, okay? This is a, your built-in inherent way of inoculating. Another way is breast milk. Your mother's breast milk is, is loaded with all types of, um, well, really with the colostrum, particularly in the first 48 hours after a mother has a baby, that colostrum is like God's, this is the way God inoculates us, our immune system, is primarily starting off through breast milk. Even when a baby is delivered vaginally, there is good bacteria that is exchanged there as well. There's all of these built-in ways that God has for us that are built in for us to literally be, and if you want to say, just use the word, I guess, kind of inoculated. I mean, if we want to use that as an analogy, this is the way that God designed it, okay? And then maintaining a healthy immune system and, and, and a, as a baby um, 
uh, breastfeeds and, and they're literally getting a specific whole food that is specifically made for their little bodies and that is specifically strengthening their little immune systems and helping their body grow and specifically putting the good flora into their body. Okay, this is the way God designed it. You can't you can't replicate that with infant formula. And and please on please never give soy because soy is absolutely horrific, wreaks havoc, cancer causing, shouldn't even be consumed other than I mean a little bit of fermented soy which has actually been changed. That's one thing, but you would never even get into that until later in life. But you you should never give that garbage to a baby. Um Breastfeeding is, there's no substitute for it. Absolutely none. And those are just some of the ways God has designed for us. And, and then obviously eating, getting the right nutrients, but obviously when you're a baby, you get that through the breast milk, okay? And then as they start to eat, then, then introducing them to healthy foods. And, and these are all things that build up the immune system. But in America, we're taught that the immune system is built from um, the outside basically in meaning that okay you take this drug and in and you you go to the doctor and they vaccinate you and and you get this drug and this and it's this big it's a big lie god never intended for things to be that way i don't have a problem with emergency medicine but i mean giving a hep b vaccine to a newborn infant when hep b is 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 like a sexually trans primarily sexually transmitted or from iv drug users Okay, that is insane. Yeah, I know a lot of little babies that, that are into heroin use and, and, and changing, you know, hey, yeah, they were sharing needles with their other little baby drug addict friends. And, you know what I mean, having unprotected sex. I mean, that, that's, that's insane. But that's one of the first vaccines they'll give them. It is a satanic agenda designed to destroy your children at the earliest possible age and defile them and to defile their DNA. Okay? which is what Satan has always been about, okay? Always been about, particularly since Genesis 6. So let's, let's go further. The only way out. I, I wonder if the CDC has conducted or facilitated a study comparing vaccinated children with unvaccinated children yet. Have you done that? Uh, we have not studied vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Well, was, okay, uh, never mind. So just okay. stop there. That, that was the meaning of my question. You wasted two minutes of my time. So we have lots of hysteria, but not a lot of facts. Back. So, so in other words, the guy didn't want the truth. He, he, he doesn't want that to come out. He doesn't, that's a government uh, congressman guy asking her that question. He doesn't want to know that truth. He, he doesn't want that to be mainstream, that they don't study this stuff. You know, it's, it's all lies. It's all based on lies and, and garbage and, and, you know. Backing it up, especially with this herd immunity. And here we go on the CDC website, talking about a 2014 measles outbreak. Uh, many of the cases in 2014 were associated with cases brought in from the Philippines, which experienced a large measles outbreak. Well, if you go to the Department of Health in the Philippines, it states back in 2012 that they actually eradicated the disease. They only had 60 cases in 2012 in the entire country. And they said that means it's been eradicated. So how does two years later, they have a large outbreak that then transfers over to the United States? It's because the vaccines are causing the disease. And wait, I'm not through. And this is out of Euro Surveillance, Volume 18, Issue 49, dated December 5th, 2013, titled, Case of Vaccine-Associated Measles, Five Weeks Post-Immunization, British Columbia, Canada, October 2013. And they actually describe in here a case that's documented at least three different times of, of a two-year-old baby who got the measles just 37 days after receiving the immunization. How does that happen? It happens because they're injecting the live virus into the person and then the person gets the disease. And you've seen past reports from myself and Alex talking about how in the insert, the package insert, it actually says in three different places it can give you the measles. We described the case of a vaccine-associated measles in a two-year-old patient from British Columbia, Canada in October 2013 who received her first dose of measles-containing vaccine 37 days prior to onset of prodermal symptoms. Identification of this delayed vaccine-associated case occurred in the context of an outbreak investigation of a measles cluster. And I want to end with this. 
And that, that's just one of the many. I mean, I've already cited the other studies where, you know, 87% were, you know, vaccinated, 99% were vaccinated, the Navy flu outbreak. I mean, that's just, that's just normal. This is from the European Journal of Clinical Nutrition, dated in 2003. Changes in immune system are conditioned by nutrition. Undernutrition due to insufficient intake of energy and macronutrients and or due to deficiencies in specific micronutrients impairs the immune system, suppressing immune functions that are fundamental to host protection. That is the basic key to everything. You have to take care of your immune system. Shots aren't going to help you. Exercise, that's going to help you a little bit. But you gotta eat the right stuff. You gotta put the right stuff into your body. The micronutrients, the macronutrients, the things that are good for you. You can't eat Twinkies. You can't eat Jello pudding pops. You can't eat crud out there. You have to put good stuff in your body to keep your immune system up. That is how you defeat these diseases. That is the only way to defeat these diseases. You can take all the shots in the world with all the toxic substances and all the live viruses, and it isn't going to do a thing. This has been Rob Dew for InfoWars.com. If you want to strengthen your immune system... Okay, so that was that was his report. And um, again, he, he affirmed there at the end what I was, was saying. You know, health, you know, we, we build that from the inside out, okay? It doesn't come from the outside in, meaning drugs and... And well, oh, even the chemtrails, wafing them in, that's, that's a good way to build, build good immunity, wafing in the chemtrails and, and you know, all of the other things they're trying to do to kill us on a basically daily basis. And this is something we have to be very proactive about uh, because if you just go along with whatever the mainstream uh, medical and the mainstream media is telling you to do, you're going to be in an early grave or you're, you're going to live a very sick and weak life and and again this is another goal of satan to create a very sick weak population because he knows that that type of population is very easy to control and they will not resist evil okay jesus christ said he came to destroy the works of the devil okay so in order to destroy the works of the devil if we're to emulate him you you can't um be i mean i guess you can be but you're not going to get near as much done for jesus christ if you're sick and weak and it's very hard to be motivated. And you know, you know how you, you feel when you're sick. You know, you, you can't accomplish a whole lot. So that's a big reason for this, this ministry as well. Because we're body, soul, and spirit. And if Satan can get us in our body, well, you're only as strong as the weakest link in your chain. So uh, that's all I have for part one. And we will go to part two next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 900 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G for F-O-R truth, T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 3730 North, Highway 16, Suite Number 211, Denver, North Carolina, 28037. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.